This is Rivers to Resilience. The podcast where we educate, inspire, motivate and transform you and your teams on your journey to emotional resilience. We hear stories and advice from leaders and experts, allowing you to harness their wisdom with transformational, evidence-based strategies to building emotional resilience. Join accredited cognitive behavioural psychotherapist and author Martina Witter as she deep dives into all aspects of resilience building, whilst also helping you to crush stress and improve and retain your performance, productivity and profits. That's here on Rivers to Resilience. Welcome to Rivers to Resilience podcast. I'm so excited to introduce today's guest, who is Manoj Sangane. He is the founding member of Mindfulness Men's Club, the founder of the spiritual business Mastery, and also he is the head of customer success at Inceptio. It's fantastic to have you with us on today's podcast. And I want you just to kind of share a little bit more about yourself with our listeners. Sure. First of all, thank you so much for having me, uh, Martina, on your podcast. Uh, I'm so grateful for the opportunity to actually share a conversation with you. And I'm excited to see where this conversation goes. Um, so I think you've nicely introduced myself. Um, um, I think the, the only thing I'd add is, uh, first and foremost, I'm a spiritualist at heart mm-hmm. and at mind, and I practice spirituality daily. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I often um, have conversations with the universe daily, and 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 it's literally saved I guess my soul my life um, and my marriage and Mm -hmm. um, I use it in business so Mm -hmm. I think quite often we detach who we are uh, at work or at business and then our persona is different when we come home whereas Mm -hmm. I think I think I know you do believe in this as well is that you have to show up as your own authentic self in whatever you do in life. And I think if you do that, then you have nothing to worry about or look over your shoulder because people will see you as the same person on social media as meeting you in person. And I think Mm -hmm. they'll feel energy. So, Yes, yeah, definitely. And I love how you say that you use, you know, spirituality is an important aspect of of, of your life and you're a a spiritualist. And I wonder what, what kind of connection exists between that spirituality and resilience because you shared that it essentially it saved your life so I'd love to hear a little bit more about that and how you navigated through that through some of those challenges with spirituality and how mm-hmm. that built or enhanced your your resilience sure I think it's um it's absolutely intertwined um, in terms of uh, when you say the word resilience and the word spirituality, because I suffered through uh, a deep depression. So on the um, spectrum of mental health, you know, um, I think mm-hmm. everyone's aware you've got mild um, anxiety in whatever form it can can transform uh, or appear. And then on the other side, you've got obviously um, uh, where people have taken their lives, you know, uh, through suicide. Mm-hmm. So, I was going through the whole spectrum from one end to the other. Mm-hmm. And I did a spiritual course in 2018. And I've always been a believer in that we're all connected. Like all every single soul in the universe is connected. So that fundamental mm-hmm. truth. And I think that's the essence of when somebody says they're spiritual. Well, if you are, then you embrace everyone 
equal and, and and less focused on you know a specific religion not that there's anything wrong with religion i think if you think of it as a holistic view that we're all connected then i think you're just <laughs> i just think you're more nicer as a person and you're more mm-hmm. acceptable to other people's energy yeah so i through a series of different meditations and doing a spiritual course in 2018 came to realize over a series of events, I can't pinpoint exactly that if I do not practice daily meditation and daily conversations with the universe is how I frame it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'd never leave the house without it. And, and I think it literally has transformed my energy and other people have said, this is not the same manner that we used to know. And, right. and yeah, but, but the people I speak to now don't kind of believe that because they've only seen this version of manner. Right. right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's like it's like somebody who knew you from school expect you to be that same person from school mm-hmm. you met last week or last year as a friend will know you because our behaviors change daily and our belief system changes daily mm-hmm. in terms of who we surround ourselves mm-hmm. and who we're so I think it's yeah. absolutely uh, crucial that whatever you want to frame it as I mean the audience out there and some of the spiritual but the gratitude is at the heart of spirituality mm-hmm. yeah and I with with the gratitude that will naturally enhance your well-being and shift your mindset in terms of when you face challenges um adversity or or setbacks and i'm curious as i know our audience and the listeners will be as to when you began to apply some of those spiritual practices the daily practices and the gratitude what shift did you notice happened within your mindset? Because in terms of you, unfortunately, I guess going through a period of life where you you felt that you didn't want to be here, you you wanted to remove yourself and you, and you felt suicidal. I know that for me as a cognitive behaviour therapist, I do hear that quite often, especially when people experience clinical depression more at the, at the severe end. So I just, I'm intrigued to learn a little bit more about your, about that journey and what specific aspects of the of your spirituality helped you to navigate through that. So I know you sure. said this daily. What are those daily practices? Because I'm here to learn. The listeners are here to learn as well. And I love yeah. that you've mentioned spirituality because that is integral to our Rivers to Resilience model. It's holistic and it's important that that our listeners and everyone really explores spiritual spirituality and considers whether it is something that they want to to pursue. If it's not, that's fine. But if it is, here's some tips from Manoj. <laughs> no, no, thank you for that great question. I think I, I'm definitely a student of life, and I'm here to learn from yourself and, um, and, and, and any interactions from your audience as well as a result mm-hmm. of this, you know, goes live and shares. Um, I think for me, <laughs> there's different aspects. So I think if I break down my own journey of what actually saved my soul, the, it's, it's the it's the regular practice of service to others so i volunteer mm-hmm. at spiritual sanctuary i've been doing it for the past few years mm-hmm. and it's absolutely everyone who knows everyone who's important to me in my life knows that um where to find manage on a sunday from 10 to 1 because it's serving other people um in that spiritual sanctuary mm-hmm. where i did that course so mm-hmm. i think that's really really a, a big part of my life and my week is not the same unless I do that. So my Sunday is mm-hmm. locked, you know, for that time. So mm-hmm. my friends know where I am and why it's important to me. So that's that's something there. I think thanks to my mother, 
um, of teaching me, I guess, a simple prayer of gratitude, which has always stayed with me from childhood to now. Mm -hmm. So I've been doing that since I can remember, since I was walking. Yeah. Um, and uh, I chant, I chant on uh, beads every day because mm -hmm. I think that it calms my mind, centers my thoughts, um, and it allows me to really just be at peace with myself. Mm -hmm. I think the game changer for me, and, and, I, and I cannot tell you when it came because it came in a series of different moments, is mm -hmm. I have seven conversations with the universe daily. Each conversation is based around a element of abundance, not necessarily just financial abundance, service abundance, uh, financial abundance, mm -hmm. uh, of um, well-being abundance. So, mm -hmm. uh, um, good energy for my family and my friends, and I. Mm -hmm. And it sounds quite deep <laughs> for anyone who's not embraced spirituality, but mm -hmm. I think everybody who has embraced spirituality, and if you take spirituality off this shelf, if you like, mm -hmm. off this expectation of what it is it's it's in my humble opinion it's it's nothing more nothing less than absolutely believing with every sort of ounce in your being that energetically uh from an energy frequency and vibration perspective each and every soul in this universe is absolutely connected so if you believe that then you strip away race religion creed gender and you see people for who they really are so when you, you'd mentioned about the seven conversations with the universe, what immediately came to mind for me was affirmation. So when you're referring to those seven conversations, is it similar to affirmations? That's what I, that's um, what I. Yeah, I think it's 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 on a journey, but it mm -hmm. but it doesn't stop at affirmations. So so for example, um, because I've been doing it, so it's like brushing my teeth now. So mm -hmm. I just so I can just recite it like if you know. Yes. It's live right now so it's almost like an affirmation but an affirmation that becomes a visualization because i visual because i'm a, I'm yes. a visual person so i visualize mm -hmm. each conversation and then because i visualize each conversation um parts of that conversation have come through manifestation so they've actually come true yeah so, um it's almost like i can taste feel touch it believe it Mm -hmm. But I'm also adding an action layer to it. So mm -hmm. and I know it works and, and, yeah. and evidence and data points that it works. So anyone who's mm -hmm. close to it, I share that with them mm -hmm. because I know how transformative it is for me, if that makes mm -hmm. sense. Yeah. So it sounds like essentially you're you're embodying those those conversations with your whole guess with your whole being and then applying them and taking action. Yeah, that's yeah, how yeah. I that's how I would understand it. Just yeah, from, absolutely. from what, what so you shared. So it's less about uh, loose affirmations and hope, uh, because a lot of people say, you know, do affirmations and they're great, but they're only great if you embody all of your five senses and then you absolutely intertwine that affirmation with that visual and text, and then you live and breathe and walk it. Then mm -hmm. that affirmation becomes a realization. So I mm -hmm. think. It's, for me, it's yeah. It started off as an affirmation for sure, mm -hmm. but um, I would frame frame it slightly differently in terms of what it means to me personally. But yeah, mm -hmm. so it sounds like that that these I guess the the serving, the gratitude, um, using having chance um, daily with the beads, and then also the com seven conversations with the universe. Essentially, that is what has allowed you to navigate through challenges and to build your your resilience muscles and the importance of it being a daily routine and a habit and, and there being consistency 
absolutely and, and the other two that are essential which which i didn't um mention yet is my uh walks with nature i absolutely mm -hmm. love uh, walking amongst nature mm -hmm. um, and that's where i get the most clarity and creativity of uh, anything i want to take from ideation to market whether that's a new business or new service mm -hmm. offering or product offering or i want to declutter my mind and i want to say no because quite often when we say no to things um and yes to the right things if you like mm -hmm. you know what, what brings us closer to that a journey and whatever i guess our big why is and why we're all here mm. i think that's what brings inner joy a real mm -hmm. inner joy so i think and and, and journaling I, I'm, I'm an app journal i leave voice notes to myself i've yeah. run out of diaries now i've gone digital mm -hmm. so yeah it's yeah, journaling now that's fantastic and the, the journaling is like the first part of our rivers to resilience because it's about enhancing self-awareness because if you're not able to locate where you are for example in terms of resilience then it's difficult to to build upon that and and, and to navigate through challenges so yeah I'm, I love journaling I wouldn't say I don't do it consistently but um, it is something that I'm always mindful of even mm -hmm. if I don't kind of jot it down especially though during those those challenge well challenging or stressful times of life so I wonder for yourself in terms of resilience how has that impacted upon your personal and professional life how has it influenced it I think in the moments very very harshly and, and a lot of pain um mm -hmm. that's the honest answer mm -hmm. uh, in terms of obviously going through you know whatever everyone goes through in life etc but on reflection, uh, huge, huge sort of transformations in the version of Manoj that was in that moment to the version of Manoj that is now. And I say that in a humble way, because if I didn't go through what I had to go through from a pain perspective, mm -hmm. in terms of financial loss, uh, depression, um, you know, challenges with my marriage, etc., mm. because of the stresses that it was brought on, and then expectations and um, uh, sort of um of others if you like um that was carrying their weight that you know that they wanted managed because I, i'm i'm normally the, the the super positive one where yeah people yes. come to me for help and very very few people believe that i need help if that makes sense and, and ah, I think, right and i think we all just need to understand and especially men that we are all equal we all go through stuff mm -hmm. uh, and you know life will throw a lot of curveballs at us and it's mm. about how we actually connect with others and sometimes it takes a lot of courage but we all need a little bit of help right we, we, mm -hmm. we're all on this planet together so yes. I think that took courage and I think part of the resilience um, point you made which is a great one I think I found my own strength in resilience to know that I don't have to get through or go through this journey alone so I think mm -hmm. asking for help for the right people under the right circumstances uh, was absolutely a game changer for me mm -hmm. no that, that that's fantastic and it sounds like you I guess drew upon some of your own strengths to navigate through the challenges but also you looked at looked at what resources were around you as well and that yeah that requires a lot of courage and in terms of of resilience and I guess someone understanding where they are in terms of their resilience levels or their resilience tank, I would say that that requires courage as well. And just to just to be still and to reflect upon 
what you know what has potentially contributed towards someone struggling with with with, with adversity or someone experiencing depression so I just wonder what was that the crossroad for you because it sounds like it, it it was it was a journey and during that journey I guess you probably came across many individuals or maybe a lot of different uh, paths that you could have taken but you're still here thankfully mm -hmm. and, and, and we're grateful for that so I just wonder what was the turning point for yourself I think the turning point for me was an intersection of a few different things. So it was the continuity of the service to others. Um, mm -hmm. So you know, at the spiritual sanctuary in Watford, the temple where I, um, I, I, no pun intended, uh, religiously volunteer mm -hmm. at Sundays, yeah. uh, mm -hmm. was that. It was the daily meditation, mm -hmm. um, and it was falling in love with being by myself but in a very positive way i mean that so my walks mm -hmm. with nature mm -hmm. uh, love other people's company you know i'm a very social <laughs> creature yeah <laughs> uh, but at the same time i absolutely love the silence of my own company mm -hmm. if it makes sense mm -hmm. um, and it's not in a negative way it's like because some people say oh that's lonely it's not it's in a beautiful way that know mm -hmm. that i can isolate myself from the noise but mm -hmm. i can come back to society and people because mm -hmm. i think we all crave attention mm -hmm. and and yeah and I think um I think it's understanding how each person's energy frequency and vibration operate at so for example um I, I, joy doesn't come to me when I get birthday presents joy comes to me when I get energy transfers in the form of a hug so that's me that brings me inner joy so yeah energy if that makes sense and mm -hmm. once you know how what our energy frequency vibration are mm -hmm. i think it's really really easy to actually communicate at a deep level with each person that we meet in life mm -hmm. so i think it's a series of intersections of mm -hmm. practices and yeah. belief systems i can't say this bit here saved me or this bit here helped me mm -hmm. i think it's a everyone's got to find what's in their own toolbox and i think yes. put that together and mm -hmm. works so what works for you might not work for me and vice versa but there might be elements for sure that i can pick up from you mm -hmm. uh, the resilience and what you the work you're doing mm -hmm. and it's just about collecting that information and data points and putting it into practice and just making it a way of life mm -hmm. yeah and when it's a way of life it just it just becomes natural there's not that that effort that that, that's required it's just I would say it's, it's in your DNA it becomes automatic and you're able to focus on the benefits of of, of those actions or activities that you're doing and I love how you, you shared that it was service to others initially that helped you to, to, to navigate through some of those challenges and the, and the meditation and what sprung to mind is that a lot of what you're sharing is that it sounds to me that you were kind of prioritized or focused on your well-being so with the meditation enhancing your well-being investing in yourself but also investing in others and I would say it is important to have that balance as well and to be able to look beyond yourself look beyond whatever challenges or adversity you know you may have been facing and that shift in the mindset is, is building a resilient mindset, building a growth mindset. And the more that you use that muscle is strengthening those um, 
yeah, you're strengthening that kind of shift in the mindset, developing new pathway. So it sounds like I can see how it all, yeah, it was a combination of multiple strategies that you use, but it, it sounds like you were looking for, you were looking for the growth within that trauma or I guess sometimes when people feel depressed, it, it can feel as if you're like in a cave, as if you're enclosed and you're kind of shut off from the, from the world. It can feel quite alone, but I can just see like there was a light that came to you and, and you you followed that light. Because I'm a visual person as well, so the, and I love using metaphors, and that's what I hear from you. And when we think about resilience and challenges, I, I, it makes me think of COVID. You know, we all will yeah face that and are still facing it to some degree at the moment and unfortunately some people lost loved ones but when we when I think about resilience it, it is about trying to find advantage in adversity not overlooking the challenges that you face but being intentional in learning and that is a, a large aspect of, of resilience, looking for those learning opportunities, looking for the growth, developing your mindset, building that, 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 that personal resilience and just thinking about the, the rivers to resilience model. I would say some of a large part of what you shared kind of overlaps with, with some of the um yeah, some of the the rivers, especially in terms of the stress management, the mindfulness, the the cognitive um, training as well, and then connecting with us and just being in nature. And like you shared earlier, it is important that we we know ourselves and do what works for us. It's not one approach fits all. And that's why the Rivers to Resilience model is, is holistic because it's important that we know what our values are, what is important to them, and then leverage that to build your resilience. And I always say that when I work with, with individuals, you know, I like going to the gym, but if you're not interested in the gym, don't go because it's not going to be helpful for you. It's going to affect your motivation. And, and, and what you might feel a little bit better because there's lots of chemicals that are released, you know, endorphins when, when you feel, when you're exercising, but if it's not something that you enjoy, just don't do it. And that, that is okay. And it's important that when we think about resilience, that we're, we're, we're flexible, and even in terms of the spirituality for the listeners, if you're not a spiritual person, that is, that is okay. Do what what works for you. Explore what what works for you. And I would say also think think about what's worked in the past. Taking a strengths based approach to resilience is is also important as well because we've all got resources, but sometimes we don't use them or we overlook them or the environment that we're in, or the people that we're around are not conducive to us flourishing either. So I just wonder, what are your thoughts um, no, for sure. about I that? Think, no, there's a, there's a lot to unpack for you with what you just um, <laughs> covered there. So thank you for mm -hmm. that. And I think I love the, um, the, the, the metaphor and the visualisation of uh, the light, because we are all lights to others, but we, for whatever we go through, and, and I did as well, believe that, uh, whatever stress that we're going through and whatever darkness that we're in that it's our suffering but when you add perspective to what's going outside of your sphere 
and mm-hmm. um, in terms of other countries and you know where you've got refugees yeah you've got people who are homeless etc mm. it kind of humbles you very quickly to say actually you've got it good yeah um, you've got a roof over your head you've got food yeah. on the table you know we've got clothes we're speaking mm-hmm. um you know right now um sharing yeah. our life journeys together and I think you mentioned mindset and, and I'm absolute believer in um you know there's models of you have a fixed mindset which you're not susceptible to actually growth and 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 Mm -hmm. breaking those neural pathways and you have a growth mindset and if as long as you have an innate thirst for knowledge and life um you don't have to be a spiritualist but that thirst of curiosity will take you down a path and sometimes when when you knock on a door uh, in in a sense of searching for something, it will find you, and sometimes you will find it, whatever that it is. Mm-hmm. So it, it's a nice kind of crossway, and I think mindfulness gets thrown out a lot these days. But I was meditating on that actually um, some time ago, and I thought, you know, what does it actually mean? And for me, I kind of broke it down into what I went through in my own journey, and mindfulness is the moment you realize the mind becomes full it sounds so simple but it's true so Mm -hmm. mindfulness is the moment you realize your mind becomes full Mm. and when your mind becomes full it's about creating a mental space to breathe and not to react to something a situation and even that microsecond of space will give you clarity and allow you to elevate yourself above what you think is going on and mm-hmm. what your ability is or isn't so I think it's you just triggered quite a few things there you know with what I went through and um mm-hmm. and, and and yeah and have have your own I love that you talked about beliefs have your own belief system we all have belief systems so what are yeah. your values mm-hmm. like what does you know what does Martina stand for as a, as a from a values perspective it's not stuff you put on a cv or stuff you put on your linkedin Mm. uh, it's deeper than that it's like does everybody who you associate with actually can vouch for you when you're not in the room to say this person is this because they live and breathe their values and i think that's so important Mm. Um, i've got a favorite uh, mantra um um, if it's okay if i can share it of course you can yes (laughs) yeah so uh quote unquote so life is a dance between free will and destiny so what that means to me uh, personally is that there's a dance between what is in your control and there's many many things that are in your control Mm. and then there's things that are in your destiny and I mean uh, I'm a believer in karma so that's Mm -hmm. what I mean by that so so it's not about tipping the scales of saying oh this is happening because it's written or and it's not in my control or saying that this can't be done because it can be done because every day we take a new breath we have a choice and we have free will Mm -hmm. we might be imposed on society uh media uh i mean i don't watch news for the last 15 years for obvious reasons because it's 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 i don't want to get down that road but it's premeditated and it's force-fed so you know understand and create your own source of truth um because that can have a negative impact on you reading through stuff that's going on that just is a cycle of depression so i think if you're consuming you talked about the gym so if you're consuming an environment that's positive energy and you're consuming nutrients that's positive to you physically and in your mindset you talked about growth mindset you're consuming thoughts that are positive 
then all of those things collate to who you are as a being and how you feel day to day. Mm-hmm. And then whether you're going to be in a state of joy or a state of deep sadness. So mm-hmm. uh, there's, there's a lot there that we talked about, but mm-hmm. yeah, there's, there's a lot to yeah. unpack. There's a lot to mm-hmm. unpack. So just kind of moving on to the rivers to resilience model. And I think we've we've touched upon it anyway as we've been going along, but I'll still ask you that question. When you kind of had a look at it, I'm just wondering, was there any aspects of it that that resonated with you? Because I know you'd we've kind of focused on the spirituality, the meditation and the mindfulness, because you, you know, yeah, the co-fat, one of the founding members of the mindfulness men's club and and then also the founder of the spiritual business mastery. And those are, are kind of integral parts of the rivers to resilience model. But are there any other aspects of it that kind of resonated with yourself in, in terms of your resilience journey? Yeah, I think everything you shared in terms of the rivers resilience and, 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 and the models and your framework that you're talking about and having a holistic view is absolutely crucial um to navigate I, I guess to to navigate in life career and business I, I mm-hmm. think it's absolutely essential mm-hmm. um, and, and I love you know the fact that it's called rivers because I, like you I'm a very visual person and 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 I think each one interconnects with you know with the other yeah um, you know in terms of how it naturally flows and, and just mm-hmm. like a, a river flows and yeah. you, you have rocks if you imagine you know on a river and and, and, and water goes above around mm-hmm. underneath it and it just continues to flow so i think mm-hmm. as a mindset is of a growth mindset mm-hmm. whatever life has to throw at you you will flourish if you surround yourself with the tools the people who care about you um and we all need feedback and i think if feedback mm-hmm. comes from a place of constructive feedback meaning meaning it's coming from the heart and there's no hidden mm-hmm. agenda mm-hmm. i think that is something i embrace and i'm very quick to filter when it's noise meaning what i call you know uh opo so other people's op- opinion matter not to me unless it comes mm-hmm. from a place of heart and, and mm-hmm. service so you, you can quickly know right when somebody's has your back and is giving you gentle encouragement or sometimes harsh truths mm-hmm. um, because you're behaving in a certain way and i think we need those sound checks back to us right mm-hmm. as 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 echo chambers if you like to say yeah. oh, actually i didn't realize i was impacting this person in that way mm-hmm. un- subconsciously or consciously so that's a yeah. powerful thing as well to have mm-hmm. i think true emotional intelligence and mm. be self-aware of who you are and who you are and your impact others around you mm-hmm. and i would say it, it requires um humility as well doesn't it to to accept that because i'm sat here listening and, and i'm thinking sometimes when those it's those who are closest to you who know you well and sometimes i'll be honest personally i don't want to initially my I won't necessarily accept, I'll be honest, if it's someone very close to me, I'd probably question what they say initially, but then I will accept it. So I would say it's also a journey as well. Yeah. Um, I think it's a liberating feeling, isn't it, Martin, mm. that when you share your story, and I'm not saying everyone just go out there and do what I did on social media and share, you know, my mm-hmm. personal story, yeah. but share your story in whatever format you feel conducive to your well-being. So mm-hmm. whether that's sharing yeah. it yourself in a journal, mm-hmm. whether that's a voice note, uh, whether that's in written format, a visualization, it could be mm-hmm. poetry, it could be artwork. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm a massive, um, the only thing I was good at school was drawing, right? So that was my experience way of right. expressing mm-hmm. so I draw a lot of still life yeah so, um 
share your story. It's a liberating feeling. We, we, we build up so much in our minds, but every single person has a beautiful story to share. Mm. And even if you share it and one person positively gets transformed in their life and you leave that footprint, then it's a realization of squashing your own ego. And, and you talked about humility and having the humility to know that sharing your story is actually bigger than who you are, which means yeah. somebody else out there will be inspired by your actions. Mm-hmm. And then you don't need to know that. You don't necessarily need a pat on the back or to be on media, mm. but just believing in that is, mm-hmm. is the most powerful thing. And if you believe in that, then you might literally save someone's life by sharing yeah. your story. Yeah. And that is when you shared about, you know, the posts on on, on LinkedIn, that is what I thought, that there's, there's so many people that are struggling. And, I, you know, as a therapist, that that's part of my role. I, I see it day in, day out. And you would not have a clue if you walked past them in the street that they were struggling, that they were suicidal or maybe not suicidal. You just would not know. So I think it's important. We shouldn't underestimate the power of of being our authentic selves and of being vulnerable it is a journey it is a risk but I I think it's beautiful and I've been on my own journey and I would say it's since kind of setting up my business stepping back from the NHS and just kind of connecting with myself more realizing and going through my own healing so I lost my mum when I was in my um, final year at university that was very traumatic and then uh, just over three and a half years ago went through a divorce so that that was horrendous so those experiences have shaped me but I've allowed them to shape me I have for example with a divorce I have had to embrace it and I say had to because I've made a choice otherwise it would cause me to stagnate and there was a time when I was walking around with shame and guilt well no no not guilt actually but sh- more shame and it was awful it was it, ugh, it was very oppressive but I was very focused I, I, I had I was very much of the mindset that I'm not going to allow this to prevent me from as in my words I say like fulfilling my call or doing what I believe that I'm called to do and now I can talk about it there was times I would not be able to talk about it at all but because I chose to learn from that experience it's allowed me to be more emotionally stronger and just to incorporate it and include it into who I am now so and and like you were saying you know you posted the video I've posted on yeah, I think I've posted on LinkedIn and other platforms, and that's been very cathartic and therapeutic for me. But I've only done it when I have felt comfortable doing mm, it. Absolutely. So, and it's a it's a form of journaling, journaling to, mm. to the world, throwing it out there. So it is important to, yeah, in terms of that resilience, do what what feels right for you. It's your yeah. life, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> it is. It is, and and I think it's it's so beautiful that when you realise that there is no inhibitions, and 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 whatever shackles mentally, physically, um, that you have perceived or not perceived through you know your conscience and subconscious, it's like you don't have to go out there and be on a stage. But like you said, it has to be the right time mm. for you 
yeah. the right environment, the right platform, and the right circumstances, and the right individuals. And and, and you can't do it. Yeah, because someone's telling you to do it because um, that's the wrong reasons. And in, mm. in my opinion, it has to be done when you're ready. And 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 it's not a calculated you're ready. It's mm. that moment that just happens. It's like yes. it just says, just just do it. Yeah. And then you, oh, gulp. <laughs> yeah. Just, I can't take it back. Yeah. yeah. And 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 it's that transition from fear to what I call explosive growth. So I like mm. to put myself in situations, sounds a bit painful, but um, purposely where I'm going to be absolutely scared to do what I want to do. Mm. So I don't know whether, whether that's uh, doing something that you wouldn't do because it's out of character, but mm-hmm. I think I, I generally, and I've got many examples, but I, I generally do that on purpose. Yeah. That's when you get explosive growth, right? You, you know yes. this. Well. I am, yeah, and I am very much of the same mindset as you. You just say yes to, to everything. With <laughs> obviously, be wise as well. But that that is where the growth comes if you want to grow. Like I never used to like networking for a, a range of reasons, lack of diversity. It was mainly all men. <laughs> but now I just go. You've got you've got to do it if you're a business owner and you want your business to grow and to make the right connections. So I you've got to focus on the, the, the long term gains and. Yeah, that's how it is with resilience. And people buy of people. It's not a cliche. It's a fact. Yeah. It's a, everyone's there to grow their business. But mm-hmm. I think if you slow down and understand and be a good listener and, and not be the first person to always speak in a room. Yeah. So at networking events, quite often I'm like, hey, what's your name? Tell me about you. Yes. And they'll go blah, 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 and, and, and do a sales pitch. I'm like, okay, let's start again. Oh. <laughs> you tell me about you, you as a person. Okay. Were they not even listening to you, man? No, no. Not everyone does I'm sure. I'm sure you come across that as well. Here's my business card. Yeah, yeah. In a humble way, you know, you're not going to do anything with that business card, mm-hmm. because if you don't understand the values of who's in front of you and what that person he or she is about, and then you don't connect with them on an energy frequency vibration, mm-hmm. then you're not going to have another conversation, right? Because it, yeah. sales is a series of relationships. Mm-hmm. Business, the CED plant now, you could get that business in seven years or eight mm-hmm. years or even, you know, three years. So it, it, I think slow down to speed mm-hmm. up is 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 a, is a very powerful way to, I find, navigate in, in, in the businesses that I've been involved in. Many failures mm-hmm. and a couple of successes, but... Mm-hmm. I wouldn't take any of it back because yeah. like you said what you go through shapes who you are mm-hmm. and empowers you and strengthens your resilience mm-hmm. to then overcome that situation or any similar situation mm-hmm. you almost like you've got another shield of armor yeah you just get stronger doesn't it mm-hmm. yeah and a lot a lot of the literature suggests that you know there's a strong connection between resilience and success so it's about knowing how to to leverage that resilience and embracing it even though in the moment <laughs> it may not um it may not feel like a, a great experience and you might feel a little bit isolated and confused <laughs> yeah I think, but if I think, you... yeah no no sorry you just remind me of uh, when you say resilience I've, I've just now got diamonds in my head because obviously the journey that a diamond goes through right mm-hmm. and to, to be diamond yeah um, so the amount of pressure a constant you know you know pressure and compounding effect of that mm-hmm. and i think you're absolutely right i think the quicker people realize that the resilience is one of the key 
key sort of attributes and 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 and, and I guess big saviors to what is going to help you navigate through whatever you get through in life. Mm-hmm. It's an intersection between resilience and then strength, isn't it? You go mm-hmm. through what you have to go through, but when you come out on the other side, whatever the other side means to you, you're hundred times stronger mentally mm-hmm. physically spiritually mm-hmm. um, but you know you don't know that in the moment because we're all yes. human you know yeah. we, we all have different emotions mm-hmm. but I think having that resilience and growth mindset is absolutely key mm-hmm. definitely it, it is it makes me think about covid I was shielding for a, a time and yeah it was tough <laughs> and I started doing a gratitude journal that got me through it I was determined that I'm going to grow and learn through this um, scenario. And so we we can all be in this storm, but our experience can be different depending upon our mindset. And and if we choose, because I believe it is a choice, resilience is a choice. And I know that we don't necessarily all start at the same position in life, but we can all build our resilience muscles if we're intentional. And I know that we're coming to the end but of, of the podcast, but what I want to hear a little bit more about from you is the the mindfulness men's club. And then we'll have a bit of a, a chat about what would you would say to the younger your younger self, to the younger manage. So ta- yeah, share about the mindfulness men's club with that with our listeners. Sure, sure. No, thank you. Um so mindful men's club was born out of a female for a founder for a mental health group for men and women originally mm-hmm. uh, who was running um, a series of workshops on Harrow mm-hmm. uh, he reached out to me on Facebook and connected with me because on right. Facebook known as um, doing creative story writing that is positive so anything negative I turn it into a situation I don't name any individuals and a lot of people ah. on Facebook read from that mm-hmm. so, so she connected with me on Facebook thought you know um that the, you know, someone genuine good energy mm-hmm. except didn't think anything um of it i'll be honest with you mm-hmm. two weeks later, i went right to a harrow art center uh which right. is a place where she's running these workshops for men and mm-hmm. women uh and because i was going through my own journey of um uh, depression I, I i but i also love talking to people so i always take every opportunity to mm. get something new so i said yes cut a long story short I was only one of three men there. There was 19 women there. So clearly there was an imbalance of men and women yeah. in itself. But as you could probably understand, there's certain topics that are sensitive to men that they wouldn't share with women and vice versa mm-hmm. to women that they wouldn't necessarily share with the men. Mm-hmm. And then fast forward, I was going there for two, three weeks. She invited me to do a talk, cringe moment that we all have um, <laughs> about mental health. I'm like, mm-hmm. hey, I'm going through my mental health. I'm not an expert on mental health and I'm not a speaker and I'm not a counsellor and all that kind of stuff you know imposter syndrome that we all go through yes yeah and then I said you know what I'm I'm like you I'm a yes person I'm so go on then (laughs) and then gulp thinking oh god what did I just commit to (laughs) so then the talk was the following week on the Sunday Mm -hmm. but Saturday I had a breakdown a mental health breakdown now I had two choices put my head under the pillow lie and say mm-hmm. I can't make it and lying is not in my nature and anyone who really knows me knows that um, mm-hmm. I'm very correct and honest sometimes mm. but I definitely don't lie <laughs> yeah um or turn up scared a little bit and mm. not knowing how it's going to go so I chose the latter I turned mm-hmm. up and 
I can't remember what I researched on the topic, but I tore that up and I literally, my talk was, I had a breakdown and that's how I started. Mm. That led uh, quite a few people to say to me, why don't you start something for men? Because we're trying to do this for men and women. It's not working. Clearly, yes. passionate about it. Five coffees later uh, with five beautiful souls, um, other men, mm-hmm. and we formed Mindful Men's Club. And it was not by our design it was by mm-hmm. all five of us actually being all spiritualists mm-hmm. and believing that we're all connected so actually that right. was fundamental so now we've been going for three years we're a registered mm-hmm. charity um, mm-hmm. undermined um and we it's a private space for men 18 and above all around the world right. originally it was launched face to face through meditation mm-hmm. workshops and physical activities in mm-hmm. workshops so we delivered two and then COVID hit. So we had to pivot like every single oh, other person. Right. Now, yeah. because the audience is global, we can't actually go back to the workshops because otherwise it will alienate the audience. Yes. And then what we do is we unpack that conversation on Zoom, mm-hmm. Facebook Live, um, and then upload that to our YouTube channel. And the reason we do that on Facebook Live is because ironically, even though the group's for men, 45% of our mindful men's club audience on Facebook are actually women. Right. Because well, I guess it's relevant relevant, it's to, relevant. to everyone. And the, they may have, I guess, partners or and, who, who can benefit. Yeah, And also 50% of the topics that we talk about, which you might be interested to know, are private message, message through us by women to say, I have a male figure in my life uh, going through this, whether it's suicide, abuse, depression. Can right. you please not mention my name, but talk about it? So we talk. Ah, so they influ- so ah. inspiration is from the women, actually. Right. Very insightful. And then we invite um, female guest speakers if they want to come on the Facebook Live, because then we have a very balanced viewpoint from a male and female perspective Mm -hmm. on various topics like Mm -hmm. money mindset, spirituality is a big topic that we always talk about, Mm -hmm. Um, you know, suicide, um, uh, any topic that you can imagine that's taboo is what we talk about. Right. Well, that's that's good. That sounds very liberating. we're a big family actually so yes no fantastic so if you're listening um if you want to find out more about the mindful men's club yeah follow manage on is on facebook or youtube it's yeah yeah just google mindful men's club and you'll yes so check it out now that's fantastic so what would you what would you say to your younger self if you were having a conversation with your younger self what would you say to him what what would you want him to know the first thing is be open to spirituality if i was open to spirituality from a very very young age i've got an 18 year old son and a 15 mm-hmm. son, and they're like dad we don't get it when you talk about spirituality and that's okay because it, spirituality is not about impressing it upon others yeah. but it's about being open to the fact that life is not binary and it's not all science driven mm-hmm. certain phenomena that cannot be explained if that makes mm-hmm. sense i think mm-hmm. that's the best advice i'd say to myself because if i if i said that um i would be probably a different person but i'm not saying that that might not lead to me and you talking now so i i i actually mm-hmm. don't take anything back but in the moment i take everything back and that's the honest answer mm. because like you if i didn't go through what i went through it would not shape the person who I am now. And then you might not be speaking and having this conversation. Mm -hmm. So I think it's very easy to say, what advice do we give to others or yourselves or myself? But actually, 
none of us have got a crystal ball and hindsight is a powerful tool mm. but being open to the growth mindset for me and being open to spirituality from a younger age would absolutely if i had to do that and travel back through time if you like mm. <laughs> that would be that would be my advice to myself mm-hmm. no thank you for sharing that that's been fantastic there's been lots of gems and nuggets that you've that you've shared and to all the listeners can you share with them how they can connect with you yeah first of all a huge uh sense of gratitude for inviting me on your uh podcast and 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 i think um, everyone should check out your re- resilience model because a lot of the um, analogies used are very uh unintentionally actually is not completely scripted uh are intertwined with some of the practices that i use I'm, I'm quite pleased that you know the work that you're doing mm-hmm. i think um if anybody wants any help i'm all about service um mm-hmm. in terms of if you had to sort of frame leadership i'm, I'm yeah I'm leader. So- yeah. If you like. So um, if anybody needs any help, I'm not really after any transactional relationships. I'll be really honest with you or business. Mm-hmm. Uh, hit me up on LinkedIn. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, if you if you want to go down more sort of the, the, the poetry, the creative story writing, hit me up on Facebook. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you want to see what we do about Mindful Men's Club, it's Mindful Men's Club on Facebook, Insta and YouTube. So that's pretty much it. Yeah, no, that's fantastic. Well, it's been a pleasure having you on today's podcast. And I'm sure the audience listeners will have gained so much um, value from everything that you've shared. Thank you so much for having me. Thanks again for listening to another episode of Rivers to Resilience. To keep up to date, connect with us online at www.rafatherapyservices.com and on all social media platforms. It's your time to be revived, restored and refocused.